So folks, welcome to yet another episode from the TGV Global Speaker Series and our guest for today is Ulrika Karlsson and she is joining us from Stockholm, Sweden. Ulrika is an intuitive empath with a remarkable journey of transcending depression and suicidal thoughts. She faced a pivotal choice between life and death and emerged as a beacon of wisdom. With almost three decades of experience in Western and Eastern holistic practices, she shares her transformative insights as a spiritual healer, Akashic Records reader, medicine women and yoga teacher, all aimed at elevating consciousness and guiding you back to your heart. Join us as Ulrika unveils the secrets of personal growth and transformation in her latest books, Holy Fuck and Sacred Water and the Sacred Soul and discover her gift of turning inner turmoil into soulful liberation, helping you connect with your true self. And as we prepare to delve into our conversation on the topic at hand, personal growth through the yogic perspective, here's an exciting twist. First, let us First let, us tackle, first, let us tickle the brain of Ulrika. So, Ulrika, get ready for a rapid-fire round of random words. I'll mention a few. And I would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much. So, if you're ready, let's dive in. I'm ready. And thank you for having me, Naveen. Looking forward to this. Let's go. <laughs> Most welcome. And here comes the first word. Curiosity. Growth. Invention. Evolution. Future. Created in the now. Book. Stories. Movie. Enjoyment. Life. Splendid. Success. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Creativity. Life force. And then energy. Life force. And the last one is universe. Life force. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ulrika, thank you so much for participating in the first rapid fire round. So sportively, there is one more waiting towards the end of the episode. And folks, welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future. I'm your host, Navin Samala, dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life, but also to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ulrika, welcome to TGV, the guiding voice. How are you today? Super excited to engage in this amazing conversation. Hearty welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm happy to be here also. I'm currently in Spain. Uh, I left the cold winter in Sweden and uh, arrived here in Spain two weeks ago and going to be here in Mm-hmm. Yes, five months. So I will be here for until uh, April 2024. So mm. life is easy at the moment. Yes, <laughs> sun, closeness to ocean, the elements, uh, mm-hmm. just enjoying, enjoying being. Actually, wow, good to know that. And uh, Ulrika, let's begin with your success mantra. So please talk to us about the top three things that have contributed to your success so far? So there's many things, but three things would be what what I have on my website and my personal journey and also what I teach and guide others to. So it's relax mm-hmm. because if I'm stressed, 
you know, I don't have the clarity. I can't take conscious decisions. If I'm stressed, I can create uh, diseases, not being at ease. So I create diseases, etc., etc. So the very first thing that we have to do is to relax, Mm-hmm. to activate the parasympathetic nervous system because the sympathetic nervous system is on for most of us 24-7 when we are not even conscious of it. So the first step is to relax. And I'm not saying just to take a deep breath because there's more storage of stress than that. So to really, really relax and to rewire your nervous system. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. And then when you relax... Everything that you have stored within your body, all traumas, all unexpressed emotions, all stress in body, mind, spirit, etc., will come up to the surface uh, and manifest in different kind of suppressed emotions, perhaps, or perhaps the intensity of the symptoms that you experience. So we have to do a lot of shadow work. We have to release these unprocessed emotions and unresolved traumas, etc., And when we release, it's like a garden full of weeds. If the garden is full of weed and I want to have a new life, I want to plant new seeds, I want to have new results, then I need to pull out all the weeds first with the roots, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the releasing part. And then I get space to plant new seeds and then I can receive whatever it is that I long for. So relax, release, receive. It sounds simple not always so easy to work with the things that you need to release got it let's move forward and please share a personal experience or transformation that you have witnessed in someone as a result of their yogic journey oh there's so many (laughs) (laughs) um uh, i had uh, one woman who was um quite sick she had cancer and she was on heavy medicines etc etc and she came to me just to have like pain release because as alternative medicine we can never say that we cure cancer or that we do anything but we can uh, help them with pain we can help them to relax we can help them to connect with themselves and their inner wisdoms so they know how to heal themselves because healing, you do it by yourself, even though that you have a guide or somebody that holds your hand. So she came to me uh, for pain relief and she had a lot of medication and we worked for a little while. And uh, she could sense, we also had some measurements that she could sense and, and tangible result of her pain going away. Mm-hmm. And then the pain went away further and further, and she stopped with her medications. And today she is actually cancer-free, and uh, her life has taken a totally different direction. This is actually really, really good for you who's listening. What What's going on inside of you when things are not going as planned? What happens? <laughs> what thoughts are you having? What's happening in your body? So this is really good. Yeah. Everybody should pause more. <laughs> All right. So let's move forward. And uh, here comes my next question, which is around mindfulness and meditation. So how do you think this mindfulness and meditation play a role in personal growth through yoga? A big part. Mm-hmm. Uh, because most people are not mindful. Most people are not conscious. We have access to 5% of consciousness. 
And this means that we are governed or ruled by 95% of unconscious programs. And they rule our health, our relationship to ourselves, to others, to money, our jobs, etc. So when we, the first step is to become aware Mm-hmm. that we are not mindful and that we are not conscious because we can never change anything that we are not aware of. So when we become aware of something, it's like, you know, a pebble in your shoe. First, you have the pebble in your shoe and maybe you take a couple of, of steps, but it's starting to get to you. So you need to, again, release the pebble from the shoe. So you can you can do differently and you can walk with these from there. Uh, so mindfulness... And meditation, I think, are big parts of personal growth and mm-hmm. to get access to high states of consciousness, to to reduce these 95% of unconscious programs into more consciousness. And also, I want to add, because from the Western world, a lot of people are also using meditation yeah. uh, in a way that it's not meant to. Because actually the word meditation, meditate means center. So many people are using meditation not to feel strong emotions or if they have strong emotions, maybe to just let them subside. But uh, so actually the question would be, are you meditating not to feel mm-hmm. or do you meditate and allow yourself to feel? So that's a big difference uh, for me. And uh, I think that the world would be a much better place if everybody dealt with their own inner shit, their own karma, the traumas, the 95% of the unconscious programs, and to transform it through the yogic breath, through being more mindful and more conscious, and then to transmit this consciousness out into the collective consciousness. So for me, it has a big part Mm -hmm. that you are in the moment because most people are in the past when I was rich or when I had vacation or when I was happy or when I was in my optimal weight or whatever or most people are in the future when I have more money when I have more time when I have access to this and that and this means that most people are not in the present moment so when we are more mindful and when we meditate we get access to the present moment and that's where we can create the future we want to have and we can also rewire our past our karma got it ulrika like uh, how can we understand and embrace this uh, divine feminine and masculine aspects especially how do we appreciate that these are going to benefit an individual's spiritual journey good question i love your questions navin So here's the thing. Uh, I'm writing a book about consciousness and about... uh, Because we know everything is energy. Everything is a vibration that comes in different frequencies, right? Yeah. So what we have been seeing in the world for thousands and thousands of years are lower vibrational, lower frequencies. Like we have been living in a lot of fear and a lot of lack and, and scarcity perspectives. And these are energy with very low vibration and with a low frequency. So the more I do my inner work, the more I clear out this old shit, this old karma, uh, unconscious programs, etc., the higher I raise my vibration. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And we know that everything is energy consisting of the polarities of yin and yang. So we all have the yin quality, which is the feminine, and the yang quality, which is the masculine energy within each and one of us. But for thousands of years, we have been in the lower vibrational energies of the feminine and the masculine. For instance, a very clear lower vibrational energy of the masculine is doing being the good girl or the good guy, always performing, always working. So what we th think in the Western world is being like workaholics, like, ah, oh, this is a good thing to be busy and to work a lot. But that's actually a grave imbalance in the root chakra. And it's also the unconscious essence of the masculine, one unconscious essence, and very immature. And then we have immature essences of the feminine that we can see both in ourselves and also what's playing out in the world, and that's manipulation. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you have these lower vibrational frequencies and you think that this is normal, that's just the illusion. Because when we transform these lower vibrational energies to the more sacred versions of the feminine and the masculine, then we have the clarity that is the masculine essence. It's like a sword that can cut through all the bullshit that we have been telling ourselves, that we have been told from others, and also that we see in the collective consciousness. So we have the clarity and we have this direction and we can cut through the bullshit and all the lies. But we can't be only with the clarity. We also need the unconditional love that most of us haven't been taught. We have been taught conditioned love, right? So the unconditional love to love yourself regardless of your weight, regardless of your statues, regardless of your wounds, and etc., etc. So we need this empathy and this compassion and this unconditional love. But we cannot also be in our oh, only love and light, love and light, because if there's only love and light and there's no direction, mm -hmm. then we can't spread it anyway. So we need... The, the holy fuck, like one of my latest book is called Holy Fucking Sacred Water, the sacred connections to everything. So we need to do our inner work to transform and transmute these lower vibrational energies of the feminine and the masculine to clear out the pollution and to rise in consciousness. And they meet in the heart. The feminine and the masculine energies meet and connect in the heart. So that's why we need to live more from our hearts and mm -hmm. first to clear out again the weeds that, are, that uh, was the re release part. And then we can receive, then we can receive the divine feminine and the divine masculine and we will also transmit it from our energy into the collective consciousness. Yeah, got it. And now let's uh, talk about this uh, mind-body connection in yoga so how does the mind body connection contribute to stress relief as well as emotional well-being so we know that uh, body mind spirit are connected and entangled but we have been taught again through th through science and thousands of years that they have been separated right and that's why people they can go to church or they can go to religion but they don't still feel aligned yeah. because for me being religious has nothing to do with being spiritual because you can be very religious and don't being spiritual and you can be very spiritual and you don't have to you know to to believe in a god because i believe that the god is inside of us the mm -hmm. god the universe 
the life force, the source, whatever we want to call it. So we know about this alignment and we also know that in Western world, many people can have physical symptoms and then we treat the physical symptoms, but it can be the soul that is communicating that, hey, I'm happy, aligned. You're not aligned on who you are on a soul level. You're not aligned to your soul's mission. So, And it can also be stored emotional traumas that causes physical manifestations, diseases, discomfort, symptoms, etc. So if we work with one perspective, uh, like I do karma clearings in the Akashic Record, that's one angle to align body, mind and spirit. And also from the yoga therapeutic perspective that I work with, you can align the body, you can again relax, release, receive and be in alignment with your body and then align to who you are in soul and spirit. And the word, I'm, I'm born and raised in Sweden, the, the word in Swedish for breath is andetag. And that literally means to connect with spirit. Mm-hmm. So our word for a breath is to connect with the spirit. And most people are disconnected in their breathing patterns. They have a very restricted and limited way of breathing. And if you have a restricted way of breathing, obviously you have a restricted access to source, to soul, to spirituality, etc. So that's why we need to work on holistic disciplines to make it all aligned. I cannot, I'm a physiotherapist, so I cannot treat a back or a a knee or a headache if I know that there's something else that I need to look upon. And that's what I like with you coming from India, Naveen, with Ayurveda. Ayurveda and yoga goes hand in hand. You, You cannot do one without the other. So again, here in the Western countries, we can treat migraine, and, and it's the same treatment, whether you're a vata pitta or a kapha dosha. And then some people are getting helped by these medications of migraine, and other people are not. But in Ayurveda and yogic therapeutic, then you are always looking at, okay, so what dosha is this, and how can I, how can I support and balance this dosha with the others? So again, it's very important. Wonderful. So this is kind of eye-opening conversation and uh, personally, it's a kind of uh, causing a lot of awareness uh, within me as well. And let's uh, switch gears and move forward, uh, Ulrika. So what practices or methods can help individuals raise their vibrational frequency and achieve higher states of consciousness? So again, uh, I know that there's many people out there that are doing what I call spiritual bypass. Mm-hmm. Like they are putting up vision boards and they are trying just to make affirmations and think positive, etc., etc. Again, that is good in one way to see it. But if you have a lot of shit stored in your cells, in your DNA, these 95% of unconscious programs that is running the show, you need to address it. You need to become aware of it and you need to transmute it. So there's no way around it. We cannot do a spiritual bypass and bypass the body or bypass emotions, bypass stored traumas that lingers in our cells and our DNA. So this is what we need to do for us to grow and raise our vibration. And most people are also talking about 
raising vibration, like also the ascending flow, which is the masculine flow. We need to be enlightened. We need to move upwards. We need to, you know, but we are forgetting about the descending flow, the feminine mm. flow. Mm -hmm. And this is what most people in the yogic community are doing. Like, oh, we want to be enlightened. So we do a lot of sun salutations. But what about the moon salutations? What about honoring the essences of yin and yang? And also to work with the descending flow. Because the ascending flow, that is the way of being, of like manifesting. But the descending flow is the way to be free. And you cannot <laughs> manifest if you don't have these flows in balance, right? Then you can only manifest bits and pieces of your true potential. Because when you work with a descending flow, you bring the energy from your head, from your headspace, overthinking, being overanalytical, too rational, etc. And you bring it down into the body, into your heart space. So we need to, again, relax, release and receive. That's the only way. We cannot do any spiritual bypass because then we will face it again in another shape or form because everything is energy and energy never dies, right? Yeah. So it all comes back to always comes back to myself to do the mm -hmm. inner work, to create the, the space in the garden for the things that I want to have and the things that I want to receive. I, I have to create and I create it by removing the karma, removing the past, so I can be in my dharma. Yeah. Got it. And uh, let's also talk about the potential benefits and outcomes of consistently raising one's vibration through these yogic practices. So everything is an evolution, right? Mm -hmm. We, I mean, uh, I live in, I'm born and raised in Sweden. So there, the nature is, we have winter, we have spring, we have summer, we have autumn. And it's this, intelligence in universe that is like orchestrating all of this none of us have to do anything because for us to get summer etc and this divine life force this prana this chi this force is with each and one of us so we have been disconnected from the natural cycles right like the month of december in sweden it's so dark it's um, the sun maybe rises at nine o'clock in the morning and it sets at three o'clock in the afternoon. So it's really dark. And we know when it's dark, people need to rest more, to contemplate, to reflect, etc. But December is most busiest month in Sweden. So you have to do Christmas shopping, Christmas cleaning, Christmas uh, preparations. And then you have all these Christmas parties. So we are disconnected from the natural cycles of nature. And this mm -hmm. disconnection also creates this gap, this split disconnection in each and one of us, in body, mind and spirit. So this is also what we are unconsciously transmitting out there, right? Yeah. So I don't, uh, and so the beneficiary when you do your practice, and also most people believe that yoga are these big sun salutations, but I have developed another kind of yoga that is very much more in the divine feminine essence. Mm -hmm. So with small asanas, but with a lot of focus and intention on your breathing and on your internal organs, etc. So when you relax, when you release, when you receive, you receive clarity, you receive more consciousness, you are 
working from a more relaxed state of being. You are mm -hmm. relaxed in your nervous system, your hormonal system. And from this space, you have access to more clarity. You can make more conscious choices. You have access to more of you, right? So yeah. the beneficiaries are are multiple as we are multidimensional beings. You have so much more access. And then you get access to your gifts, to your unique gifts and your unique frequency. Mm. Superb. And Ulrika, this has been an incredible conversation with a lot of eye-opening insights. And it's time for us to add some spice and add some excitement to the episode. With your consent, I'm going to kick off a quick second rapid-fire round with a set of intriguing questions. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> Here comes the first bullet out of the rapid-fire round two. If you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? It would said relax, release, receive. Relax, release and receive. Superb. And if you could meet any living celebrity, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. I'm not into celebrities because I'm into authenticity and I'm into unconditional love. So mm -hmm. I guess that would be the Dalai Lama. I would love to sit down and talk with the Dalai Lama and see his mm -hmm. approach and perspective on things today. Mm. Yes. Awesome. And wish you good luck. I hope you get a chance to talk to him. And uh, Ulrika, can you describe yourself in just one word? Energy. And what's a hobby or skill that you have always wanted to learn? Wow. I would like to learn uh, how to move objects with your mind. Wow. <laughs> how to move objects with mind superb yeah like Please. like mind mind over matter i would like to master that thing mm. Mm. yeah ne next one is uh, what is your favorite way to unwind and relax uh so i live as i preach uh, i walk the talk so i have just been on the beach here uh, doing yoga first i take a long walk along the ocean with my little puppy and then I do yoga I do a lot of breathing exercises and then I follow my heart I follow my intuition and surrender like mm. surrender is a divine feminine aspect that most of us are really <laughs> not so good at so I'm practicing surrendering surrendering and knowing that all is an illusion and the more I surrender the more truth and the more visions of how things really are I get to experience so practicing every day Superb. loved it and the last bullet out of rapid fire what is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself uh, a peace machine <laughs> awesome <laughs> loved it and uh, yeah, that was great rapid fire with that. Let's flip back to the mainstream. So Ulrika, as you wrap up our conversation, could you share one piece of advice or a message you would like to leave our audience with something that can inspire and resonate with them on their own way of self-discovery and growth? So we are in very turbulent times uh, mm -hmm. and it's designed this way. It's designed that we are in a collective awakening. 
It started the year 2020, which actually was the year of the heart, but most people chose fear. That's the 95% of the unconscious programs. So it started 2020. Uh, we had the opportunity to choose more from our heart, uh, to choose more from love. And most people still have not. And we are now still in the year 2023, which is a seven in numerology, which is all about to connect to your spirit, to prepare yourself for 2024, which is an eight, which is here to stir shit up to the surface. So if you find yourself that you are depressed, you could also interpret the word depressed as a deep rest, a deep rest for body, mind and soul. So if you are in a dark space, perhaps, you are the seed that is about to be planted so you can receive more of love and peace and freedom. So powerful. I, I, I love the message and I, I, I enjoyed every bit of this conversation. So how is your experience being hosted on the Guiding Voice platform? Uh, I love your energy. I love uh, you have very good questions. Uh, I love your energy. I love um, yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I liked also that the universe orchestrated a pause uh, in the middle, so <laughs> people also get the chance to to uh, reflect upon themselves what happened. Yeah. You know when when we relax. Yeah. Again. Most people don't want to relax because we keep ourselves busy physically or mentally 24 yeah. hours. And then we are wondering why we don't you know, feel good or why we're not aligned. So I liked it a lot. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And also thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Because for me, this is also one way to pay it forward. If it's one thing that I say, one word or one sentence that I say that resonates with you, perhaps... It will be like for me, many years ago, when I heard something on Oprah Winfrey show, I didn't commit suicide. I didn't end my life. So here I am paying it forward and giving it to you. Such a great conversation. And uh, I loved every bit of this. Pleasure to host you, Ulrika. And uh, looking forward to having you again on the show. And really appreciate you taking time. Thank you once again. And thank you. The same to you. Thank you. All right. So, friends, that was our episode with Ulrika Carlson. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. In case if you haven't already subscribed to TGB, the Guiding Voice podcast, please subscribe from wherever you have tuned in because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes. And also, if you have enjoyed and found the conversation useful, please share with at least three of your friends. Our colleagues who'd also like the guiding voice. So spread the knowledge and help others grow just like you. Now let's cruise into the trivia segment. We had an amazing guest, Ulrika from Sweden. And I thought I would share a few less known facts about Sweden. Here is the first fact. It is about right to roam. Sweden's Alemannsraten or the right to roam is a unique concept that allows people to Explore the countryside freely, even on private land, promoting a strong connection with nature and outdoor activities. And the second one is about world's longest art gallery. 
The Stockholm Metro is renowned for being the world's longest art gallery with its stations adorned with impressive sculptures, mosaics and paintings making it a fascinating blend of public transportation and art. Third is about Ice Hotel. Sweden's Ice Hotel located in Jukasjevi is a remarkable and unique accommodation entirely constructed from ice and snow and it's rebuilt every winter offering an extraordinary experience for visitors so that's it from my side from sweden perspective likewise if you know any interesting facts related to sweden please share your comments on youtube or you can comment on social media platform wherever you have found this episode and that's it for today so thank you so much for tuning in and also for being part of our awesome tgv community folks we would love to hear from you so do not hesitate to share your ideas feedback topic recommendations guest speaker suggestions or anything that you would like to share either through social media or you can also email us at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com let's create content that resonates with you i am your host navin samala a lifelong learner and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career until next time take care stay inspired and remember The future holds great things because the best is yet to come. Goodbye for now. See you all in the next episode with another amazing guest.